Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life where we take the time to explore the intersections of the psychology and emotions of money, as well as the math of money. Why? Because these elements impact your results, your feelings, and your experiences with money. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad you are here. Ah, deep breath, exhale. (laughs) So I am back putting one foot in front of the other, which is interesting, not only given the focus of today's episode, but given what I shared on the last episode. And regarding that, if you don't know what I'm referencing and you are curious, well then take a listen to episode 67. It'll put what I just said into context. As for today's episode, well, I can put the one foot in front of the other part into context right now. But first, I want to share with you an announcement, and then I'll set the stage for our conversation today. So here's the announcement. The next Comfort Circle dinner is Monday, January 25th at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And if you're unfamiliar, these are intimate experiences where we talk about money, business, and life over a meal, over food and wine. And because we are still virtual, you can now join us from anywhere. You can join us from the comfort of your living room or from your dining room table. And the theme for this month is designing your financial reset. So if you'd like to learn more about the dinner series in general and to RSVP for this month's dinner, well then head on over to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. Again, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. Now, to set the stage for today's episode. It's the middle of January, although it feels like (laughs) the end of the first quarter, but it's the middle of January. And by now, your inbox and your social media feeds have been flushed with ideas and best practices for your New Year's goals and resolutions. Some of those emails, some of those posts on your social media feed will suggest easing into the year. Others will make a case for hitting the ground running. My take, do you. (laughs) Know what you need, know what works best for you, know what will feel most energizing to and for you, and do that. In my case, I've been doing a combo. I hit the ground running as my first speaking engagement of the new year was on Monday, January 4. Yet, I'm also easing into the new year with how I am managing my schedule. So for example, I've spent the last couple of mornings reading a book (laughs) before I start my work day. And it's been a really wonderful way to just kind of give myself to myself, as Susan Taylor would say, before I just jump into work. But I wanted to use this episode to pose this question. What do you typically do when you reach a goal? 
And for emphasis, I want to repeat that and ask you to let that sink in for a moment. What do you typically do when you reach a goal? Especially at this time of year, there's a lot of talk about goal setting and planning. And rightfully so. I mean, look, you can do a fresh start at any time of the year. You don't need January 1 to be an indication, but this is indeed a symbolic crossover moment. And it is certainly an inviting one for thinking about fresh starts and thinking about goals and thinking about planning and resolutions and all of that stuff. But do you know what I wish there was more talk of? I wish we talked more about what to do when you reach your goals. I started noodling on this actually back in December because some of you may know I'm a runner and by December 19 of 2020, I had logged 769.8 miles. And yes, I'm going to be precise because you know what? Gotcha darn it. Don't take that point whatever of a mile away from me. Um, And it was clear that I would meet my previous year's miles, previous year's miles. Yeah, that's how I want to say it. Previous year's mile, miles of 772.1 mile easily. Now, I could have run the difference and stopped and took the rest of the year off from running. And that would have been a perfectly fine choice. Instead... I moved the finish line. I decided to change my goal from meeting last year's mileage and I upped the ante. And I decided, you know what? I want to run 800 miles by December 31st. And I did! Yay! (laughs) And unless you are brand new to me, you know my style. You know I am always on the lookout for parallels and patterns. So this is not really about me running and me hitting the 800 mile a year threshold, although yay for me. Um, But I'm using my running experience to posit something for you to contemplate as you kick off 2021, even in the midst of, well, (laughs) everything. And in the process to make a case for what is perhaps an unpopular opinion. What is that? Don't coast. Once a goal is met, making the choice to not coast means making a commitment to figure out what going the extra mile looks like. Well, clearly with running, it's literal. But this notion can be applied to almost anything. That extra mile could be making one more phone call, sending one more email, following up one more time, making that request when you don't even feel comfortable asking. Once a goal is met, making the choice to not coast means asking the question, who do I need to be? And when I ask that question, it's not like who the essence of you, you know, who does that need to be? But asking it from the standpoint of what is required of you by going the extra mile? 
because that's the question that I was sitting with. Because at the end of the day, when you make the decision to go the extra mile, what is really unfolding is that something more of you needs to happen, something more of you is required, and something more from you is required. So as you listen to this episode, are you in reflection mode, thinking back on the goals that you achieved last year? And if so, what did you do after celebrating? Did you coast or did you go the extra mile? And remember, there is no right or wrong answer here. Or are you in planning mode right now? And if so, have you considered what you will do if you meet any of this year's goals, especially if you do them ahead of schedule? Will you coast? Or will you invest the time now to figure out what going the extra mile looks like? And then go for it. Again, there's no right or wrong answer. But what I find so fascinating is we spend so much time goal setting and goal planning, but I don't think we spend as much time thinking about what happens when we actually meet the goal. It's almost as if we approach goal setting and goal planning through the lens of believing that we actually won't meet the goal, (laughs) right? (laughs) But what happens when you do? And, And that's my point with all of this. And I can't stop thinking about the saying of, How you do one thing is how you do everything. I truly believe that my choice not to coast, along with my willingness to sit with the question, who do I need to be in the realm of running, actually showed up in other areas of my life and especially in my business, big time in a positive way. And here's where nuance, because nuance always comes into the picture, but here's where it comes into the picture here. I had 13 days left in the year to run 30 miles. So I knew I could do that. I knew I could do that without pushing myself and, and doing anything that might be harmful to my body. So please understand this. I'm not advocating that you quote unquote not coast, that you push yourself in any way that could potentially end up being abusive to your body, to your energy, or to any of your other resources. What I am suggesting is that you sit in that perhaps uncomfortable space in the middle and find that nuanced balance between not coasting and going the extra mile. And by the way, going the extra mile doesn't have to involve a gargantuan effort. It can be small. It can be small and incremental, like spreading out 30 miles over 12 days. Easy to do. Now, of course, I cannot guarantee you any specific results, especially since I don't know what your goals are. But as you kick off 2021, I hope you will join me in contemplating the question, what does going the extra mile look like? And what that really then I think invites you to do is to set goals and not with the you know unwitting in, in, intention of actually not meeting it, like set the darn thing and, and know full well that you will meet it and challenge yourself with, well, darn, what am I gonna do after I meet it? <laughs> That's what I want you to sit with. 
And the reason why I want you to do that and the reason why I want you to ask yourself that question frequently throughout the year is because I am fairly confident that doing so at the very least will increase your self-awareness and contribute to your personal growth. The question, what does going the extra mile look like for you is really an invitation but one that asks you to stretch your, yourself in ways that require more of you and more from you. Well, that is it for today's episode. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. And if you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast and maybe even this specific episode, then please share it. Please share it so that we can reach more people. Share it um, by email, share it on social media, however you share things, share it with people. And as you're sharing it, let people know what was a takeaway for you. And if you'd like to join us for January's dinner about designing your financial reset, then again, go to jacquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle, jacquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, then you can do that by going to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, tremendous thanks for tuning in to today's episode. May you have a fantastic rest of your day. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money. 